arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Good morning. I'm Kristen Chesick the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, and welcome to Creative Cafe. This morning, I have the privilege of being able to speak with Kate Yancho. She is the Executive Director at Wellspring, Corey, Terry, and Dancers. Good morning, Kate. Good morning, Kristen. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I know you've been a guest with us before, but I'm going to ask you again, what is your favorite morning beverage? Yeah, I'm a DK. So I love myself a good decaf Americano. I know it's boring, but it's what I like. Okay. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Stay with (laughs) what you like. So decaf Americano. So you must have other ways to get yourself up and awake and alert in the morning. I do. I do. I have a pretty good workout routine. That is my cup of coffee in the morning. That, that kicks me, that kickstarts my day. So. Well, good, good. Uh, We're talking about RadFest this morning because it's happening next week. Can you tell us a little bit about what is, what is RadFest? Yeah. RadFest is the Midwest Regional Alternative Dance Festival. A lot of words there. We like to shorten it to that really cool rad fest thing. And, you know, a little tip there, too. On Facebook, when you type the word rad, it turns pink and, like, gives you a little confetti explosion. So we kind of love that. But so we have the uh, Midwest Regional Alternative Dance Festival. So we have over 200 dancers, dance artists coming to Kalamazoo for a weekend of performances, classes, networking events, film screenings, just all things contemporary dance. Yeah, and it, it's not new. When did, when did this begin? Yeah, this is the 14th annual <laughs> Midwest Regional Alternative Dance Festival. All right. And um, I know that through the pandemic, I think you guys were doing online and virtual uh, things as well. So I don't think you've skipped a beat. We didn't. You know, we actually had the 2020 festival the week before shutdown, having no idea what was coming And then 2021, we shifted to completely virtual, which was quite the experience for us. And then last year, we offered a hybrid festival. So we had in-person and virtual experiences. This year, we're we're back to Mm in-person, but we are going to have a virtual encore. So those who can't be here in Kalamazoo or don't feel comfortable coming to the theater will still have an opportunity to see the performances. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. So you mentioned 200 dance artists coming to town. Who, who are these participants and how are they, are they chosen or do they sign? How, how does that all work to become right. part of the festival? Yeah, so um, this is a juried festival. So the artists, we have an open call for submissions that starts in August and artists can submit work. We have several different categories. There's um, live performance which are short works. So there, I think it's 13 minutes or less is the, the classification there. We have a site-specific work category, which means a dance that takes place somewhere that's not a traditional theater setup space. So maybe something that was originally performed in a gallery or something like that. So we have that. We have a youth category. Um, so all of the performers in those pieces are 18 and under. And then we have screen dance. We have a film category. So those are coming in from all over the world, which is really cool. Cool. Okay. So and so it's it sounds like maybe it's a juried. So you you select the the applications come in, and then you select and place them into the festival. Is that how yes. that works? 
Yes, thank you. Sorry, I, I veered off there for a second. No, um, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I get so excited. Yeah, so it's a juried event, so artists can submit their work, and then we have a panel of of, of dance folks that view all of the submissions and, and you know, narrow them down. And then Rachel Miller is our curator of the festival. So she has the final kind of say in what that lineup is, but she works with all these other dance folks to, to really go through all of those applications and we get a good number. So it's, it's a, it's a big job that happens in the fall for that team. To be able to pick well, who's, who yeah. we're actually going to see. And so then those troops travel here to Kalamazoo mm-hmm. and there's also master classes I understand as well. Is yep. uh, um, So those classes are meant for the dance professional? You know, the classes are meant for dancers, but not necessarily just for dance professionals. We do have a lot of folks um, in, in the area, in the community, who, you know, come and take our adult classes that we offer at Wellspring, and they come to those classes. They really, we really try to offer kind of a, a nice variety of master classes that might hit several different interests, all within the contemporary dance realm. Gotcha, gotcha. And let, yeah, let's talk about contemporary dance or modern dance for a minute. Uh, Wellspring, Gory and Dancers, you are the only professional modern dance company in Kalamazoo. Yeah, to my understanding. And so, but modern dance or contemporary dance, there's there's a lot of different styles within that genre can you talk a little bit about what those might be or i mean i've got a list here in front of me um and what the kind of the differences are for our audience to understand that yeah you know contemporary and 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 forgive me rachel's really our expert in this while i do have a background in dance i'm the behind the scenes administrative (laughs) gal that's all right um you know what we're looking for is is dance that that is maybe pushing the edge a little bit, you know, modern dance has that long tradition and history of being the rebellion from ballet. And how are we going to get away from this kind of classical European model of dance? And so that's where modern dance was born. And then that's really modern dance kind of morphed in a diff- in different ways. We actually did a cool film screening this weekend about jazz dance and how jazz dance has, has this really intricate tree of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And modern dance is kind of similar because, you know, there was this kind of group of people creating these different styles of modern and now it's branched off into all these places so in our festival you're going to see what you would think of as your more traditional modern dance like what we do at wellspring but then you might also see break dancing you might also see a contemporary um, indian work you might see other things like that where people are really trying to push the boundaries of what their dance uh, practice is and bring it into the now. Sure. And you talked about also before you just talked about the sort of a multidiscipline art or art that incorporates a site specific, maybe not um, a, a traditional theater uh, so or performance art, that kind of thing. But then you also talked about video. And I understand mm-hmm. that there's two ways for us to enjoy that. One is the dance actually... Um, is filmed so we are seeing Mm -hmm. it as a video um Mm -hmm. that medium but then interacting with video and having sort of a multi uh uh multidisciplinary art such as incorporating that technology in do you have any of those this year 
Yeah, we have um, a couple of opportunities for that. So, um, you know, screen dance is something that we talk about a lot with the festival and is something that allowed us to broaden the festival's horizons, reach a larger group of dancers who maybe can't come physically to Kalamazoo, but can submit screen dance. But screen dance is not just a dance performance that's been recorded from the stage. Screen dance is dance that has been created for film. So it's really bringing dance into the central focus. And, you know, I, I love the way Rachel talks about what screen dance is and how, you know, there might be a gesture that would happen on a big stage that you would just get completely lost because mm-hmm. you're so far from the dancers or you're distracted by other things happening. Maybe it's a small movement of the hand. A screen dance can really focus in on that and help tell that story in an even deeper way. So we have a, a, a selection of screen dances that have been selected as well, and those will be screened at the Kalamazoo Public Library on Saturday, March 4th at 3 p.m. That's a free event open to the community. So if you're like, what oh, cool. is screen dance? Come check it out. Okay. It's something kind of new and different. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's talk for a second about uh, what the timing is of the festival. So March, uh, Friday, March 4th, is that correct? Friday, March 3rd. Thank you. Friday, March 3rd is when it starts and it goes through Sunday? Correct. Correct. And we kick off, um, we do have a master class that kicks us off at 3.30 on Friday for those that might want to move. But then we're going to slide into some Art Hop excitement. So we have (laughs) several things happening in the Epic Center for Art Hop on Friday night. And and we kick off our live performance series at 7 p.m., um, and Wellspring, Corey and Dancers will p- be performing in that 7 p.m. performance. So we have two performances on Saturday night, or on Friday night, I'm sorry. We, have, well, we do have two performances on Saturday mm-hmm. night as well. And then mm-hmm. Sunday, again, is our youth performance. So that's at 3 o'clock. Um, and then master classes and other events through the day on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So most everything's taking place at the Epic Center with the exception of that 3 p.m. at the Kalamazoo Public Library. And that's just down the street, basically a block Correct. away. Um, Friday at 3 p.m. to do the screen dance. I'm very excited about this screen dance. Um, We have to take a little bit of a break here on Creative Cafe, but when I come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Kate Yancho from Wellspring Cory Terry and Dancers about the upcoming Rand Fest. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. 
And we're back. Thanks for joining us on Creative Cafe this morning. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And I'm here this morning with Kate Yancho from Wellspring, Corey, Terry, and Dancers. And we're talking about the upcoming RadFest, which is going to take place next weekend, March 3rd through the 5th. Good morning and welcome back, Kate. Good morning. Thank you. Yeah. So we've been talking about what we're going to see, like screen dances and contemporary dance and hip hop and maybe um, some jazz, modern dance. But uh, can you talk just a little bit this morning about why it's important for a city the size of Kalamazoo to host a festival like this? Yeah. um, So, you know, we're a really unique city in a lot of ways. And I think we all know that we celebrate that. You know, maybe you saw that we were voted one of the 40 most vibrant arts communities in the country recently. Um, Super exciting thing here. And, you know, we're also a city that sustained a professional modern dance company for 40 plus years, which is a city of our size. That's really unique. And so I think that there are special things that happen here that allow us to have such success hosting this festival in our community. I think our community wants it. I think they want to be connecting with these different art forms and seeing you know, things that are happening all over the country here in our, our cool city. Right, right. So, and and I think it, it works both ways, right? So we're a vibrant uh, top 40 in the nation arts vibrant community, um, but we are because of organizations like Wellspring Corey and Dancers who take the time to put together a rad fest and to bring folks from all over the region um, to do alternative dance. So I think that's absolutely fantastic and kudos to you and uh, your whole crew over there at Wellspring for doing this every year for the last 14 years. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what are we going to see this year at a Red Fest? I know we talked a little about screen dances, but can you talk a little bit about what the other lineup might be? Yeah, you know, we have a new program that started last year, which is called a Radical Residency. So it's a two-part residency where an artist works with the Cross Residency, which is up, I believe, in the Traverse City area. So um, the artist is selected through an application process and that artist gets some time up there to develop a work and then they come and they do that work as part of RadFest. So we're really excited to welcome our 2023 radical artist, Thryn Saxon, who's from New York City. Mm-hmm. So that will be part of our lineup. We do have some local um, dancers who will be presenting different works. You know, of course, Wellspring Corey Dancers is performing. Um, we've got Carolyn Pamplone Rabbers, who is um, offering a work. We have several of our friends from the Detroit area, including Jory Young and Art Lab J, who will be coming over for some work. And we've got artists coming from Los Angeles, from New Jersey, from Montreal. Wow. Um, really, people are coming in from all over to give us this great this great performance performances everyone is different right we have five live performances for this festival and each one is unique so you really you don't want to miss anything you got to catch them all right and this is a festival and it looks like um when i was looking at the website that you have adjudicators Mm -hmm. for the festival and now are these folks the ones that selected the um pieces that we're going to see or is there actually an adjudication of the pieces after the performance these are the, the adjudicators you see on our website are the people who selected the pieces that you are going to see. Oh, Once gotcha. they are selected, they come and perform and they get to connect with each other and with mm-hmm. our community. But there is no adjudication Isn't that after. happens on okay. site for the festival. Sure, sure. No, that's a and that's a good distinction to understand. Um, all right. So if I'm new to modern dance, am I still going to be able to enjoy this festival? 
Oh, please. Absolutely. You're going to love this festival. There's really something for everybody. You know, we have performance art pieces that are going to make you really think we're going to have beautiful bodies moving in beautiful ways that are just, you know, going to fill your heart with warmth and joy. Like there's really something for everybody here. Um, You know, we have a lot of artists that really work on that edge of how do I use my art to say something that I need to put out into this world? So you're going to see pieces that are dealing with what's happening in our world right now around, you know, justice and equity and all of those things. You're going to see it all. Right. Let's talk a little bit more about that. So this is, you know, theater folks tell stories through verbally and, and also visually as well. And uh, music folks, they, they tell their stories audibly, but um, in dance, you're using movement to tell your story or to, evoke an emotion or get um, an idea across. How does that look when we talk about hip hop or modern dance? Is there, is there going to be like in the program, is there going to be a way for me to understand what the content is so that I can start to understand what the movement's trying to evoke or how how does that work for modern dance? That's a good question. I think a a lot of artists approach that in different ways. I know, for instance, um, you know, Corey Terry in Wellspring, she doesn't want to give you a lot of information before you see a piece. She wants you to experience it for yourself and to take from it what you will. And maybe there'll be certain motifs. There'll be certain things that you hear in the music or the sound score. There'll be certain things about the costumes that, you know, take your mind to a certain place. Mm -hmm. and then let you write that story for yourself. So I know that that's definitely one approach to it. Others might be a little bit more um, specific and clear about what the intent is, and and they're going to tell you that in certain ways, whether it's, again, with the music or with the movement or with the way that they're dressed. You know, I'm thinking about costumes from the past that have been really – Oh, striking and that make you, you know, they take you to a certain place in a way with just what's on their bodies before they even start moving. So I think there's a lot of ways that it's communicated, but I think ultimately the artists want you to interpret it and take from it what you will and for you to have that, that visceral reaction, that emotion that comes with it. Right, right. And with the folks that are coming um, all over, it sounds like, everywhere from New York to... um here right in our yeah, own backyard yeah. um let's talk a little bit more about those master classes because i understand that the master classes each one of them has a different topic um yep, yep. and so what will people get out of the master classes you know again it's it's what you put into it right like <laughs> right. with any class i'm going to get what i take but we again are trying to offer um a range of different classes and and really celebrating the range of artists that we have coming to town so these classes are being taught and facilitated by these artists that are coming from all over. So for instance, we already talked about Bryn Saxon and the radical artist. As the radical artist, they are uh, teaching the 9 a.m. class on Saturday morning, and it's a dynamic contemporary class. So you can, you know, interact with that artist and see kind of what their point of view is and move your body and their style. Um, We have one called Catch, the fast-paced phrase work game. You know, we're trying to offer all of these kind of different and interesting ways to interact with dance. And we have full descriptions of each of the classes on our website. Right, right. Yeah, I did take a look at those. And it looks like each one of the master classes is different approaches, a different technique, or uh, a different part of dance itself. Like there's one on mm-hmm. articulation, rhythm and breath. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's really making sure that you're getting the most out of you're focusing on your breath and your alignment. So mm-hmm. this is um, even for those folks that maybe aren't modern dancers that want to experience maybe their backgrounds ballet is this, you know, can they come and experience contemporary technique? Is that something that might be open for them? 
please do. We would love that. And, you know, note that the classes on Sunday Mm -hmm. have been um, curated and put together in mind with our youth audience that we have here. So if you're kind of like, I don't know where I fit in, maybe those Sunday classes are one of the best ways to kind of check it out because, you know, we've got these young dancers here who, you know, are training to be dancers, but still that might be a different approach. But certainly any of these other classes, read the description. If If it captures you, these artists are coming in from all over to share. Come and share with them. Be part of it. And don't hesitate to reach out to us and ask questions specifically about things if, if you have them. Right, right. So that's a good segue. How do we get these tickets for classes and performances? How do we find out about you? Yeah, you need to go to www.midwestradfest.org. Mm-hmm. Um, our tickets are being sold through the Amazing Community Box Office, which I know you know a thing or two about, Kristen. So Thank you for that um, plug, that's- yes. <laughs> we, uh, that's where you can get all of the tickets to the classes and the performances. They're all in one system, and we do have some kind of flex pass options. You can kind of choose your own adventure, build your own fun festival weekend. Um, but you can see on our website we have biographies for all of the artists. We have descriptions for all the classes. We have all kinds of information there. Um, again, it's midwestradfest.org. Right, right. And it looks like it's going to be an absolutely fabulous weekend. There is some opportunity for folks to come down and see things for free on Friday at Art Hop. Get a little taste and then maybe you want to come back on Saturday and see the fuller performances and Sunday as well, especially the youth component that you have going on Sunday. Uh, so I've been speaking with Kate Yancho of the Wellspring Corey, Terry, and Dancers. They are putting on RadFest, which is the Regional Alternative Dance Festival. It's been going on for, this is the 14th year, so 13 years and counting. We're looking forward to it downtown in downtown Kalamazoo next weekend uh, mm-hmm. from Friday afternoon through Sunday afternoon. Thanks yes. so much, Kate. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about this. We're, we're so proud of this festival and we want everybody to be able to check it out. Yes, we do too. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. February is Black History Month. African Americans have been an integral part of shaping the arts in America for centuries. From Augusta Savage to Kehinde Wiley, Louis Armstrong to Lizzo, and Langston Hughes to Susan Laurie Parks, the African American arts landscape is vast and diverse, poignant and beautiful. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages everyone to celebrate the accomplishments of African American artists who have influenced and inspired so much of America's art evolution. Now you know. Please join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that creative expression has to offer. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Find out all that's happening in the local arts community at kalamazooarts.org or on any of our social media platforms.